0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Cinematic Schematic, the official podcast of TheCinematropolis.com, your home to thoughtful conversation on film and this year's official podcast media partner for the Dead Center 2021 Film Festival. Today, we are going to be taking a look at one of Dead Center's exciting documentaries that I would say any self-respecting cinephile absolutely must see. It's called Alien on Stage. And the film is playing as part of the Dead Center 2021 Virtual Film Festival starting at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time on Thursday, June 10th. And it'll run via the Virtual Film Festival through the duration of the 10-day festival. Before we get to today's very special guest, I'll just give you uh, listeners uh, a quick synopsis. One thing I
1: do need to know, who's got their spacesuits?
2: I haven't.
1: Nobody move.
2: We're just normal people, aren't
0: we? Normal people don't do things like this. No. How the hell has this made it to the West End for one night only? I had
2: absolutely (laughs) no understanding as to why we're going to the West End or how it even happened.
0: I can just about see. This is a story about a unique crew of Dorset bus drivers whose amateur dramatics group decide to ditch doing another pantomime and trying something different. Having never done anything like it before, they spend a year creating a serious adaptation of the sci-fi horror film Alien, that is right, 1979's Ridley Scott classic Alien, finding ingenious solutions to pay homemade homage to the original film. Uh, The show is a crushing flop, but fate gives them a second chance to find their audience. So to learn more about what inspired filmmakers to uh, adapt the the classic sci-fi horror for the stage and what the experience of documenting the process is like, I'm very excited to welcome two of the filmmakers uh, behind this, gym. Well, we're going to be joined by the directors and producers, Danielle Coomer and Lucy Harvey. Uh, Danielle, welcome to the Cinematic Schematic.
1: Hello. Thank you very much for having us.
2: Great to be here.
0: Wonderful. And Lucy, welcome to the Cinematic Schematic.
2: Thank you very much. It's wonderful to talk to you.
0: I'll go ahead and kick off our conversation Ridley for Alien on stage, I have to ask, of all of the classic films, what do you think inspired this group of performers to decide to adapt Ridley Scott's classic 1979 Alien?
2: The, uh, the choice of Alien was basically centered around an obsession that Luke and Lydia, the, the son and the mother, have for Alien. It's their favorite film, their all-time favorite film. Um, And when Luke was asked to write a script for the next show, which was supposed to be a pantomime, Luke rejected the idea of pantomime because it's not his thing. He likes sci-fi. So he gave them a list of 10 films to choose from. uh, And on that list was Tombstone, Kill Bill, uh, and other such like horror kind of action genre films. And in the end, they settled for Alien because it seemed like the perfect thing to adapt. And being their favourite film, it was something they, you know, truly loved doing. Originally,
1: um, you'll see them, they usually did, the shows that they usually picked were things like Robin Hood. um, They did a thing called a pantomime, which is, I don't know if you guys know about that, but it's like a, a classic British family tradition of a play that's usually put on around Christmas time and it's very different from alien as we kind of show in the documentary. So that's where they came from. A few of them came from doing shows like Robin hood. So alien was a very different thing for them to choose. Um, But as you see, it's yeah, it becomes um, yeah, quite a, quite a great experience for everybody
0: at the beginning, it really appears that this production starts as one thing, and then it quickly becomes something else altogether. So just from your perspective, as the the filmmakers, like at what point during the documentary process, did you really feel like you found the larger story that you were ultimately telling?
1: I think from the very beginning, we knew what the story was. um, And the documentary, we had to kind of go back a little bit in time to kind of build up the story before we met them. And the reason that we made the documentary was because we knew what was going to happen and what where they were going to go with the story. That was the impetus that was like, oh, wow, this really should be filmed. You know, the fish out of water, this group of people coming from Dorset to do this really unusual, um, really yeah, very different thing that nobody had really seen before, bringing it to London, that's what made us feel like, wow, this is going to make a great thing, this is going to make a great documentary. Um, so I think, yeah, it was just when we were making, when we were editing the film, we had to kind of take a few steps back to kind of set the scene of like, okay, how do they get to that point? What happened before? Um, so that's how it, yeah, it kind of came the other way around.
2: And also, um, when we first saw the show, before we even decided to... To film the process of them um, developing the show, they when when I first saw them, they had spent a year practicing it as a serious rendition of Alien. So they had no concept of their version was this kind of strange hybrid of pantomime and serious <laughs> sci-fi horror. And um, it wasn't until we clapped eyes on it and told them that they were just incredibly entertaining and funny did they realize that they'd made this kind of new genre, which is what we now call sci-fi pantomime, which seems perfect for aliens somehow and uh, translates really well to the stage and to the big theater, which is what you see later in the film.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think you guys are absolutely onto something. Sci-fi pantomime sounds like a genre that I absolutely want to see much more of. Um, I, I want to see th- these plays make their way over to the US so I can see, see I can see, check them out because uh, this looks like something that, you know, especially like, thinking about people who are diehard fans of film or or cinephiles or folks who are really big sci-fi genre fans. um, This is something that I I feel like there's a huge audience for. Kudos to you guys for having the eye to sort of identify that through the storytelling. But I mean, outside of just like sort of this innovation of genre, I think one thing that really stuck out to me and, and one of my takeaways was how well the film captures the value of everyday people Finding their own creative avenues outside of the the day to day grind. Like it didn't seem like any of these folks, this wasn't their day job. You know, they were working other jobs and doing this as sort of a um, uh, a way to be more expressive. I mean, so I, I guess would love to hear from you guys. I mean, why do you think it's so important for people like the cast that we see in Alien on stage to find their creative outlets?
2: It's part of the human spirit. We're not designed to live in a nine to five job where we're told exactly what to do every day. There's no novelty in that. And there's no sense of creativity. You can't put yourself into something spontaneously and see where it takes you. You you, you kind of, your days are set out for you. And, and being a bus driver is very much a routine based job with not much margin for creativity. So seeing them put their everything into creating this show and attempting to do things they'd never done before, like developing props and special effects and building sets and designing costumes and sorting out the sound effects and being a director for the first time ever. And everything they attempted to do was just so refreshing for them. And they were having such fun doing it that you could see how liberating the whole thing is and how it brings them together as a community. They get to spend time with each other that is kind of novel and they can really see the value of each other and they're building something together which is just incredibly valuable and there's very little free time in people's lives to do that anyway so this gives them a structure to kind of express themselves and i just think it's absolutely vital for the human spirit to be able to do that
0: danielle anything you'd add on to that
2: um yeah just echo what lucy
1: says like it really is yeah, we all need a creative outlet. We all need something to kind of take our mind off the daily grind and to just do something unusual and creative. And it's just really, I think people really connect with seeing regular working class, regular people doing something quite different and extraordinary and maybe thinking, oh, wow, maybe I can give that thing a go that I've been thinking about. Or, like, you know, it just sparks pe- something in every, every everybody. And it's been really nice to see people, audiences, connect with that in our film. It's been really lovely.
0: Right. And sometimes uh, when you're trying stuff out, you invent a new genre of stage play that, uh, again, I seriously, I, I think there's a lot of merit in this idea. I, I think it would be a hit here in the States. As the film's uh, directors and producers, what would you say was your, per- your personal favorite part of being part of this really uh, uplifting story?
1: I think just for me, just getting to know these wonderful people has been really, really great. Um, You know, like just, just having a little window into a world that I wouldn't necessarily be a part of and seeing what people can create, what people are capable of and, you know, what people can do when you put them together and put them in a room and you just kind of... Yeah, it was really wonderful to just watch that whole process. And then seeing the response that that happened when we when we came to London I don't want to spoil the film people should go and watch it but that for me was really special and just seeing the whole process come together and just being a part of it was a really really wonderful experience
2: yeah for me I've never experienced such certainty in my life that when I saw this everybody needs to see it and I just completely fell in love with it every aspect of it was, it felt to me like a really complex thing that just hit a really simplistic note. It was like such pure joy was being created by this random collection of abilities and talents and combinations of things. And the result is just a magical, joyful, liberating experience. So from the moment I clapped eyes on it, it just set me on this path to make sure everybody gets to see this and have the same experience and it just keeps growing and growing it's like a global thing now that we're spreading joy with this film and the mission was to spread joy and it's just become huge now
0: and i mean of of course i mean just sort of in that same vein of what we've been talking about here so far today i mean alien on stage really is documenting the story of people who have a clear passion and affection for ridley scott's alien um beloved film it seems like there's been a lot of conversations online, especially over the last three or four years about fandoms and the role they play and, you know, how much is too much or when, you know, what's a positive fandom or negative fandom. But what we see here in the film is really, you know, the most, the, the brightest parts of what I would say I've seen in a fandom in, in quite some time. So, Uh, I mean, Lucy, I'll start with you on this question. We can throw it to Danielle after. But uh, I mean, like, what do you hope audiences take away from seeing this group of, of amateur performers who bond together through their passion and fandom for a live audience?
2: A healthy dose of joy and liberation and recognizing that what's important is you decide to do something and you just keep doing it until it's done, regardless of external critics or whether you think you're good enough to do it or not. You just start the process with love and you do it with love and the end result will be received with love and that's and that's all there is to it. What we've been hearing from audiences who have been watching is just they really connect,
1: especially... At this time when, you know, this year year has been so crazy for everybody and we haven't been able to be in a um, community and we haven't been able to have much shared experiences in the theatre and the cinema. And people have really responded with that, with just loving seeing it on screen in our film and just seeing sort of the joy we get from this collective shared experience. Like it's really, we really are like people that are meant to be together, you know, like we really get so much joy from just having a shared experience. And it's kind of as simple as that. And their experience of creating this kind of um, unbelievable thing. And then the audience watching it, and then the audience of our film sort of comes, they blend with the audience in the film. And it's like this beautiful kind of, yeah symbiosis of just I don't know it's wonderful and it's been really really amazing to just get the feedback from people who've just really enjoyed watching it and I think yeah the filmmaker just giving someone some joy and entertainment is just a really special thing so we feel very grateful that we can do that for people.
0: Yes absolutely Uh, I mean so I'm I'm really hearing like the the idea of a community I think uh, especially this last year where so many of us were not able to be together seeing how a this you know this group of folks got together to put on the play but also um the idea of even going to the theater is a community experience you know a, even a community theater type thing um is a is a huge valuable thing that uh, you know hopefully we can all uh, get back to in the, the months and uh, year ahead i have to ask though i mean do you have either of you have any uh, uh, other sci-fi films you think might be a good fit for this genre
2: Well, I never considered and I just considered what amazing film has a really big baddie and would be so absurd to put on a big on a small stage. And the only thing I could think of that fits that bill for me is Jaws.
0: (laughs) That shark would be amazing.
2: Wouldn't it be good? I think to try and put that on a small stage would be spectacular. That's that's my ambition.
0: You get that with um, the live audience, or sorry, sorry, uh, live orchestra p- piece in there. I think you could have a lot of fun
2: with that. <laughs> with that kazoos, perhaps.
0: <laughs> oh, yes. Yes, please. Oh, my gosh. Kazoos would be perfect. And maybe we need to hand out kazoos to the audience so they can play along.
2: Genius. I think we're onto something amazing. Right. We need to copyright yeah. this now yeah
0: i <laughs> it here, documented on the cinematic schematic uh, jaws <laughs> the sci-fi pantomime film so danielle anything you want yes. to throw into the mix there i don't think i can top
1: that i think that's the ultimate i think um yeah that's going to be a winner
0: all right ladies and gentlemen keep your eyes peeled for <laughs> jaws on stage lucy and danielle it's been such a pleasure speaking with you today and again on uh for listeners i cannot Highly recommend enough you check out uh, Alien on Stage. Uh, again, you can get your passes uh, for the Dead Center 2021 Film Festival over at deadcenterfilm.org. Lucy and Danielle, before we sign off, uh, we just want to give you guys an opportunity. Where can listeners keep up with with your work as filmmakers um, or more developments related to the release of Alien on Stage?
1: If you head to our website, it's probably the best bet, alienonstage.com um and you can follow us on all the social media at doc as well. And if you do watch it and you like it, please let us know what you think. We'd love to hear from audience members as well.
2: Yeah, definitely show us your faces and your yeah, your joy. We want to hear we want to hear from you for sure.
0: Danielle, Lucy, thanks so much for joining the cinematic schematic today.
2: Thank you so much, Caleb. Lovely to Thank talk you. to Thank you. It's been a pleasure.
0: And listeners, again, one last reminder, if you want to watch Alien on stage, Dead Center Passholders can catch it as part of the Dead Center Virtual Film Festival starting at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time on Thursday, June 10th until the Virtual Film Festival's conclusion on Sunday, June 20th at 1145 p.m. Central Standard Time. And if you haven't already... Alien on stage is one of the best reasons you can buy a pass at the deadcenterfilm.org website. It's going to make your day. It's going to make your week. I had, I, Again, I just uh, such a joyful film. And for more thoughtful conversations that excite, inspire, and connect filmmakers and film enthusiasts across the state of Oklahoma, you can subscribe to the Cinematic Schematic via your preferred podcast app. Those apps include Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or you can go wherever your podcasts are found. And again, you can also head over to deadcenterfilm.org for more information on alien on stage along with all the other wonderful films playing at this year's festival thanks for tuning in we'll catch you again next time